Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. And by Lafayette Comedy, bringing national comedy shows to Acadiana. From the French Press in downtown Lafayette, we're out to lunch with Christian Maida, publisher and editor of The Current. It's business, Acadiana style. Welcome to Out to Lunch. I'm Christian Mader. You know, I work from home most of the time, and my desk is a pile of post-it notes and coffee mugs and knickknacks and open, unopened mail. Uh, I look to my left, and my wife's desk has the tranquility of a Buddhist temple, just kind of no wonder she gets more done. And, you know, getting organized is a kind of therapy. It also makes pretty satisfying TV with before and after photos. And Marie Kondo made that trade famous by teaching people to spark joy in their lives with precise and meditative organizing. But she was really the tip of a long spear. Home and commercial organization has been a profession for some time. And there's real value in having someone experienced in making spaces work do it for you. Organizing doesn't spark joy for everyone, but being organized generally does. Uh, Renee Ori of Amazing Spaces here in Lafayette has made a career of it since the early 2000s. Renee began her professional career in design, but switched to organizing when she saw how many clients she worked with needed it. Uh, Amazing Spaces works with both both residential and commercial clients, organizing home offices and streamlining warehouses for efficiency. They also provide move-out and move-in services, helping customers pack up and unpack with peace of mind. Renee has a personal passion for organizing pantries and has a penchant for uh, arranging space in older homes. Uh, Deep shelves are nothing a 20-foot lazy Susan can't fix. Renee, Ori, welcome to Out to Lunch. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course, you know, cleansing inside you is just as important for your mental health as cleaning around you. We've traded wholesome nutrition uh, in in our culture, in our diets, uh, for cost and convenience. And according to one estimate, around 90% of Americans have traces of pesticides in their bodies from eating conventional produce. Uh, Spinach is apparently the the worst offender there. Uh, Besides the long-term health effects, big meals can make you feel pretty lousy after lunch. Uh, And clean eating can clear the way to a clean mind. And that's what Beverly Boatner offers uh, at Clean Juice Lafayette, the first local franchise location of the National Organic Juice Chain. Uh, Clean Juice offers made-to-order organic juices, smoothies, wraps, salads, and grain bowls. It's the only all-organic juice bar in the city, and they also offer juice cleanses, which are kind of like home organizers for your body. Uh, Beverly operates Clean Juice with her daughter, and both of them are teachers. Uh, They use that background to help customers understand what to eat for their health and why. Beverly, welcome to Out to Lunch. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So, um, Renee, I, I, my wife and I watch a lot of like process shows. Um, and you know, someone swoops in and they fix a restaurant or they remodel a kitchen. Uh, you know, and the before and after really is like really satisfying and something that we always joke about, right? Is like they bring in like a fig leaf, a fiddly fig, and they put it there. And so my wife and I are always thinking like, all right, well, who's going to take care of that fiddly fig afterwards? And so it kind of got to me thinking, you know, you know, part of what you do is you, you, you come in and you help people organize, you know, their spaces in a way that can be convenient. But, like, if you're kind of messy like me, you're going to screw that up immediately. So I guess my first question is, is like, you know, when you go in and, and do this work, I mean, what do you do in terms of helping people maintain that organization after you leave? That is a great question. Um, we come in and really evaluate how the space is going to be used, you know, um, and then we develop a, a system and processes. So we zone certain parts of uh, their space. 
So if you're looking for something, you know exactly where to find it. You know, there's a place for everything and everything in its place. Do you find that people yeah. generally stick to it afterwards? Like if you say like, look, man, this is how you're going to do it. Here's your zone. Your pencils are going to go here and your canned goods are going to go here. The people, you know, once they register, we're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Like that they, they follow through with that. It does. Uh, one time we organized a very large master closet for this lady. And the first time, it didn't really work. The second time we came in, we really went through everything and zoned winter, summer, you know, all the different seasons. And then we color coordinated all of her items. And she was so happy. I saw her about a year later, and she said, Renee, my, my closet looks exactly the same way it did when you left. I'm so happy. So, so you're talking about zones by season in a closet. I mean, so when you talk to me more about, like, how a zone works. Maybe I'm... A zone works by just gathering like items and sorting like items. So um, we would go through and anything that she would wear in the long summers that we have or spring and then just, you know, file away or, or zone away the winter items, you know, sweaters. Is, is that like a term that you prefer more than file away? Is that like a term zone. of art, zone away? I like zone, okay. zone. <laughs> So, so in the industry, is that generally how people think about this? I mean, like, so, so your, your first object, your first goal is to, to establish the right. zone? Right, it is. Yeah. Um, if we're not working in a closet, we space plan a room. So just to make sure that the flow is um, the best that it could be for the way the space is going to be used, we space plan and then we go in and zone and organize on top of that. Okay. So, so Beverly, uh, you know, at, at first blush, I'm thinking Acadiana not necessarily known for its healthy diets, right? Um, you know, but still, like on the other hand, like got a pretty big uh, health center here. I mean, like literally hospitals, but also like a gym that's kind of like the center of social life. So certainly it seems like there are people that care about their bodies, but it does strike, uh, raise a question in my mind of like, how do you approach marketing, right? The, the, the clean lifestyle or the, or, or the really thoughtful nutrition lifestyle to a, to a new market. So how do, you, how do you get Cajuns, in other words, to think better about how they eat? Well, that is very much a challenge. Um, first, we need to get them in the door, and uh, that usually happens um, with people wanting to make a lifestyle change, and they're in search of how to do that. Um, so once they get in the door, um, and they do come to us, we, we need to be educated. Our, our juice teresas need to be be educated because that's the big part of what, who we are and what we want to be and what we want to offer um, is a good education to uh, those that walk through the door. Um, so we just educate them on uh, what it looks like to be able to uh, create a preventative lifestyle to uh, avoid negative health effects down the road, so to speak. Um, we do that by just letting them know that, you know, organic is not really just a new fad or it's, it's a tradition. It's going back to the old ways of life where, you know, uh, you eat fruits and vegetables and that's how our bodies were made to, to eat fruits and vegetables. And, um, if you do that, you will definitely have a strong body and, and be also healthy in spirit is one of our um, models that we use often. Um, foods, of course, we know give you energy. And that's what um, 
makes us or allows us to have not only mental clarity but energy and feel good and that's what you know we try to market to our um our guests and and you know whether we're on facebook or out at the farmer's market or um you know at any kind of fitness event um you know greens you always heard you know your grandmother said green you need to eat all your greens but um yeah you know it's food is what gives us energy and um especially in organic you do get more nutrients than in a conventional uh produce or you know uh fruits and vegetables it sounds like you folks come to you in kind of a similar fashion i would think people come come to you today where they're, they're saying like look i gotta make a change you know in my life and it's got it sounds like it must be pretty rewarding actually right i mean you know for somebody to come in and say like look i've been doing it this way and i'm you know i'm at a point in my life where i've got to change i mean is that a pretty oh, common very, story for you yes all the time this gentleman came in and decided he was going to do a seven-day cleanse which a cleanse is drinking six 16 ounce bottles of fresh fruits and vegetables, which is like 15 pounds of organic fruits and vegetables. So, and people think, oh, I'm going to be weak, and I can, you know, it's like I'm just going to be drinking liquids. So, sometimes the first day is hard, you know, it's like, it's like, ah. Uh. But, I mean, you can eat some un- salted nuts or and have a little salad, that's not going to blow the cleanse. But the story ends, or continues it's on his third day he's he comes in the store and he goes how can I feel so good like I'm so energetic I'm sleeping better I feel great and um, as he continued to complete his seven days he was just like why don't people do this more often or why don't I do this more often yeah, that's interesting. I mean, Renee, is, is stubbornness or reluctance a big part of something you have to overcome? I mean, I imagine if somebody's coming to you and saying, come help me organize it, maybe there's less of like that sense of, of a hump you got to get over. But I would think that you came into my space and you're like, hey, have you thought about moving that stapler over there? I might be like, hey, lady, yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's what I really want you to do. I mean, is that part of the gig is, is helping people sort of overcome their own um, their own habits? It is part of the gig, but a lot of people have sentimental attachments to their things. It's not just rearranging for efficiency, but, you know, a lot of people have way too many items in their home. So we help people declutter and try to decide what is important for them to hold on to and what is what are some items that they can release. So, um we have a lot of relationships with the local charities, so we know exactly where to uh, deliver. We also take away their donations the same day that we have a session with the client. So it's immediate gratification. Yeah. I mean, have you ever had a case where somebody, like, gives up, you know, a cabinet, and they're like, wait, I really shouldn't have given up that cabinet. Never. That was my, you know. Not once. Not once. Not even once. So once it's out the door, people are good with it. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, they thank me. You know, they really do. They're grateful to have been able to finally let go of things that they've moved from house to house, and they don't even know why a lot of times. So, Beverly, I mean, I, that has me kind of, you mentioned this gentleman, right, who, who went through the process of the cure or the, 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 the juice cleanse and then sort of comes out and realizes it's a better experience than maybe he might have anticipated. But, you know, when I kind of, the first question I asked Renee, of course, was like, you know, the, the idea of the long-term maintenance of this new habit. I mean, do, do, do you find it's difficult to get people to commit to, to sort of changing those habits long-term or, or do most people, once they maybe go through that cleanse or they first start, you know, 
adopting a more wholesome diet that they that they do indeed stick to it. For the most part, and people come to us more often, or it's been our case, and we go to them like as with the marketing and you know because they do want to make that lifestyle change. A family member has been sick or they're feeling bad or their doctor tells them their blood sugar is high and they need to get this under control. So they come to us and once they do it, they, they're sold. You know, they're, they feel so much better. Uh, they usually look better because you know, although we don't guarantee that you're going to lose weight, you, you know, when you cut out a lot of the, the sugars and the you know artificial stuff and and your body is using everything in the right way that it needed to from birth you know from creation or how we were made to, for all that to function um, they're feeling so good and it's like oh I don't need sugar I don't need those added sugars or you know and and I'm not putting that poison in my body that you know with fruits and vegetables and processed food that have chemicals and pesticides and additives that your body doesn't know what to do with because it's they're not made to be in there you know they they're just have that negative health effect that um it's interesting so you know this is a you guys are a local franchisee and whenever i talk to folks who are kind of in that process one thing i'm always curious about is you know how the local uh, you know, flavor or local habit. Like, what are the things that sort of, you know, people who go to the clean juice in Lafayette go crazy for that they may not go crazy for the clean juice in, you know, Massachusetts or whatever? Like, is there a particular item that y'all do that just flies off the shelves that may not go, you know, for, for, for some of your counterparts in other communities? We had, and it's back on the menu or some sort of that, uh, a pitaya bowl, which was an acai bowl that people just loved. And uh, it wasn't a good seller across the board, so they took it off the menu. Although this spring we do pitaya is the um, is the add-on, and we have a spring one which is pink and uh, in color. And uh, there's also a acai bowl that's a little different from what the original one was. But yeah, that people just really like that, as well as our carrot cake bowl. Uh, which people were very disappointed this spring that it did not come back. The pitaya bowl came back, but uh, the carrot cake bowl didn't. So, uh, yeah, I find that, and across the board at every store, our avocado toast is the best seller. Okay. But uh, as far as the one item, I would say it was that pitaya bowl, but we don't have it anymore. So, wait, wait, so do I understand, like, is pitaya the, the name of the, the, the acai bowl, or, or is pitaya a... A substance. I've never heard the term pitaya before. Both. Okay. So maybe you've heard the term dragon fruit. I have, yes. Okay, so pitaya is like the official name for dragon fruit. Dragon fruit's like the nickname. So it's, uh, it's, it's a superfood that, you know, we call our add-on, one of our add-ons, which is, you know, high in fiber, magnesium, uh, really high in antioxidants to fight those free radicals. So um, all of our food is... So health beneficial yeah. to, uh, to uh, you know, just help you to establish that healthy lifestyle. Uh, and it's good. It's smoothies. They're sweetened with organic honey or maple syrup or date paste. Um, so that, like I said, there's no added sugars. Um, and they're really yummy. Hmm. Easy, it's easy to make a lifestyle ch- change once you know 
like, oh, it doesn't have to taste bad or not sweet or, you know, we have we, what we call our milks and one tastes like cinnamon toast crunch milk after that cereal that you eat. <laughs> and one, there's a cacao milk, which is kind of the same base with vanilla and cinnamon and, um, and um, all made with cashews that we make in-house. Um, and it just, it's like a chocolate milk. And uh, one was a, it's a cold latte. We just add the same base with organic cold brew coffee. And I, there's this one couple that's been driving from Baton Rouge to get cacao milk. <laughs> it's like, we can't find it. And she has some food allergies and some health issues. And, um, you know, so there's a, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there that just don't know that it could be easier to make that lifestyle change. And um. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Christian Mader. I'm talking with Beverly Boatner of Clean Juice Lafayette and Renee Ori of Amazing Spaces. Renee, have you ever had an experience where you've walked into a space that you just couldn't organize? I mean, where, where you just, like you yourself, you couldn't, you know, Tetris it in your mind in a way that would actually make sense. I mean, I just, I try to organize my own spaces and I'm terrible at it. And, and I know that might just be the way my brain is wired, but it still has me thinking like, surely you must walk into some spaces and you're thinking like, you know, God can't help this man. You know no, <laughs> no. I've always known that I could organize the space. But a couple of times, um, someone has bought a gift certificate for either a family member, you know, their mom or somebody, and the mom was a hoarder. So I had gone in, and she just did, she was reluctant. She did not want anybody in her space. She wasn't ready to tackle that but they bought the gift certificate so when I when we did schedule the appointment we organized a very small space but I knew it was not a good fit because she was not in that mindset so um, I just I'm really uh, I question gift certificates now to see okay is this person a hoarder are they on, on board because it could be offensive you know to that person and it's uncomfortable you know and I don't want to be in someone's space, you know, uh, trying to organize it when they're not ready for this. I would think that you know, hoarding specifically is something that is really, you know, it's not about organization. In a lot of cases, people who need maybe right. some type of counseling or something like that, I mean, you know, it, 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 there, there's something, you know, um, more serious there. I mean, like, it, it, is that something you encounter a lot where you come into a space? Or, I wouldn't think so, just no. based on the way that you... No, yeah. it's not something I encounter, but what is funny is whenever I, I do a walkthrough of somebody's house, they'll say, is this the worst you've ever seen? And those are the neatest houses that I've, I've uh, gone to. Yeah. You know, everybody thinks that, oh, you've never seen a, a space like this before. Yeah. But, you know, we've I've been in hoarders' houses, and I mean, I'm up for the challenge if they are, but, yeah, you know, they have to be on board. Yeah. So, uh, it, you have to be ready for this. Yeah, I think, Beverly, that's got to be kind of similar to you. I mean, some people come in and might be a little bit overwhelmed, you know, if they don't know what, you know, pataya is, for instance, or if there's some exotic fruits, or, or even the... the, the you know, the utility or usefulness of, say, magnesium, right? You brought up, like, something like, I don't, I don't pretend to be somebody who knows a lot about nutrition, but, I mean, I'm familiar with the periodic table. I don't really know what magnesium has to do with the body, right? So, I mean, like, how do you approach somebody who comes in, like, I need to make a change, but, you know, man, I, I, I just don't even know where to start with all this stuff. I mean, like, I don't even know what additives I need. You know, like, how do I even begin? Are, are folks coming in with recommendations from nutritionists? I mean, how, how does that work? Some do. Some people uh, come in, they're dietitian has sent them 
or nutritionist has sent them uh, recommending that they, you know, make some a start in a change. And that's kind of what I've always encouraged people to do. It's like, okay, yes, I'm 100% organic. Well, 99%. <laughs> you know, enough. and I, you know, I just, actually, I feel really sick when I don't eat organic, but that's just because I'm, I'm, my body's used to that. But um, anything in moderation is what I tell them. It's like start crowding things out. Okay, so you want to make a change, but you know, don't tell yourself, I, can't, I have to give up everything. Just take a small cacao milk and have that ready like when you want to eat ice cream at night. So it, it'll help that sweet tooth, it's protein, it's going to help you sleep better. Um, and then if you're out for lunch and you are eating pizza, well maybe pair that with one of our, what we call reds, which has beets and carrots and apples. So I mean, you're getting, some new, you're getting three to four of your rec- recommended servings of fruits and vegetables, but you're getting your pizza too. So, uh, you know. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, because sometimes you, it might be hard for you know if you you're out working and that you know you only have a small uh, window of time to, to grab something to eat, and there's pizza down the street. And I you know, I got to get back to the office. But if you our cold pressed juices, the, the beauty of those is that they're good for for four to seven days, depending on the ingredients in them. So you can pick those up ahead of time. Have a few, and then so okay. I'm eating pizza today. Let me bring one of my red juices, or um, let me bring an orange, which has orange, pineapple, and carrots. You know, it's cold and flu season. This is a good, you know, drink with your with your meal instead of having that soda or water. So you're still getting nutrition, but you, you know, you can um, have that other food too. So back to that's a good way to get people to to kind of. Realize, okay, I'm not, I don't have to give up everything. I can just take baby steps. Yeah. Um, and then crowd it out and eventually have more and more of the organic and whole foods, um, no pesticides, no chemicals. And then they, they eventually will, for the most part, get on board. And I'm not going to say they're going to be 100% because it's, it's hard. Um, but when they start feeling better, and they, they are closer to that 100% mark, it becomes easy. It really does. So, R- Renee, you guys also are doing stuff with, with people who are moving, right? I right. mean, um, and I actually would think that that's something that I would like. I hate packing and I hate unpacking. I think most people hate moving. It's stressful. It's uh, a stressful time. So, so is that usually, I mean, it, just, just so I understand what the service is exactly, I mean, are you offering to just help them load the boxes and then unload the boxes, or are you guys actually bringing trucks and helping people move when people think movers no we we also have a relationship with a couple of movers in town um but we we pack so we zone everything again (laughs) and then it'll be easier for us to unpack so um yeah we we have a lot of ladies on the team and and guys um and we just bring them in and we we pack and we label it where we know where wood box all the contents are in you know we have a, a certain system and process in our packing but the reason why we came up with that is because a lot of people were asking us to unpack 
or they've been in their house for three years, but they still have a lot of boxes that they haven't unpacked in three years. So, you know, I just realized that, you know, that is a definite need. You know, we can set up a house in a day to two days, depending on the size and the amount of contents. But, I mean, it is really organized to a T at the end of the day. And then we, we design on top of that. So we'll hang art, place the furniture, direct the movers, and let them know exactly where to put certain um, furniture items. So on moving day, the client doesn't even have to be home. A lot of times they're just, you know, sitting in the background just watching and they're so relieved that they don't have to make these decisions, you know, because we kind of direct the whole thing. I mean, I would think if you're, there might be some sensitive stuff that people don't want you guys necessarily packing up. I mean, do you, are, are, do people like open the keys to their house? They say, come in, Always. pack it up. <laughs> Always. And so they have to have a that, conversation where there's some sort of understanding. I mean, I, of course, I imagine you're not going around saying like, well, somebody had this in their house oh, and no. that in their house. Oh, but no, I mean, like, never, yeah, never. But, but I mean, like, it just struck me that like, we could think about, I don't know, mean anything, you know, illegal or nefarious, but I mean, everybody's got something to be like, you know, I don't want people to know that I wear, you know, uh, braces no. at night and here's my, you know, No, we don't come across that. But one thing that we do not pack is electronics. Okay. So we don't pack the TV and stereo systems and um, computers. Yeah, it is. And is that just for the liability of it? or, or is It's it be- for the liability, but, um, you know, we're not real techie people, a lot of us, so we don't want to be, we don't know how to hook it up again. So, you know, yeah, we just leave that to the pros or the homeowners. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, Beverly, I'm actually curious, how, you know, how the actual franchise, you know, works and like kind of more of the logistics of the operation. I mean, obviously you're talking about organic produce being a big piece of this? I mean, dragon fruit, I imagine, is not something they grow in Louisiana. So, I mean, how how does this actually work in terms of the back end of your operation? Uh, So, are you talking about buying the franchise or just I I just mean, like, I mean, like, is it, you know, clean juice, the, you know, are are they shipping frozen fruit to you guys? I mean, how are they actually dealing with, you know, the products itself? And, and, um, you know, how how does the, the I guess I'm asking about the logistics of the operation more than anything else. So, you buy it the franchise for us for clean juice is uh, and i'm sure for most franchises there's a discovery day you go and you look in at other clean juices and how they run and um make a decision whether you want to buy into that franchise and then you um that's the beauty of a franchise they have vendors that you use and you have to use because we the more franchises there are that use the same vendors, of course, your your cost of goods go down. Um, and you don't have as many special order items, which cost a lot to ship. And um, But you, um, so everything, you know, you get orders in every couple days of fresh fruits and vegetables or your dry goods. So we definitely have different vendors that we use. And depending on uh, the needs of how much we're going to be making or how much add-ons or superfoods we go through. We, you just place an order through those vendors. Okay, so it's like a list. Like, So they're kind of helping you sort of develop your procurement process, like who you would work. It's not necessarily like the clean juice central office is sending out packages of, no. of dragon fruit or whatever. No, no. They have, they source vendors that we work, that we all work with, you know, across the United States now. We were the, actually the 11th clean juice franchise to open, so wow. it was very new. Yeah. Uh, now there's over 100, and uh, it's grown very fast, and, and we opened in 2017, 
So um, from 11 in 2017 to over 100 in four years is... Renee, I'm going to imagine you guys working on a contract basis or, or I mean, like, how, how does that actually, if I come to you and I'm okay, I'm ready to sign me up. I mean, like, do I expect to go at an hourly rate or am I, or am I going to be paying you a lump sum? Well, um, first of all, when somebody calls, I schedule an, uh, an in-home assessment of the space just to find out the scope of the project and how many people I would need on the job and the deadline. You know, some people would like us to come in maybe one day a week or something like that ongoing or most people would like everything done ASAP yesterday mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, yeah then I would give uh, an estimate of the project and it's usually pretty close so I would give an estimate of the labor and then if they need or decide that they would like products like baskets and lazy Susans and things I do carry those in our van, so we do have those yeah. on hand yeah. if needed. But we, we really like to shop the uh, client's home first to see what type of organizational project products hmm. they have that maybe we could you know borrow from another space and um, you know just to keep their costs down and be efficient. Yeah, I mean, I guess we could all use a little bit more efficiency in our lives <laughs> one way or another, whether when what we eat or, or what we do with our space. Um, and it's, look, it's great to see two people figuring that out for folks and, and trying to help us have more clean and mindful lives. So uh, Renee and Beverly, it was great having you both on the show. Thanks for coming on Out to Lunch Acadiana. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to be here. My guests on Out to Lunch Acadiana today have been Renee Ori of Amazing Spaces and Beverly Boatner of Clean Juice Lafayette. We edited this show to fit into the time slot here on KRVS, and you can hear our unedited conversation and find out more about Beverly and Renee and what they do by listening to the Out to Lunch Acadiana podcast, which you can find anywhere you get podcasts and on our website, it's acadiana.com. If you want to know what we look like, you can find photos from the show on itsacadiana.com and on our social media. Out to Lunch Acadiana is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsacadiana.com and KRBS 88.7 FM. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Today's show was engineered and photographed by Kieran McIntosh. Our associate producers are Molly Richard and Jan Risher. Our researcher is Ty Banowitz. I'm Christian Mater. I'm editor of The Current, Lafayette's nonprofit source for local news. To find out more of what matters in Lafayette, head over to our website, thecurrentla.com, and sign up for our newsletter. I'll see you here again next time around the lunch table for more business Acadiana style on Out to Lunch Acadiana. Bye-bye. Out to Lunch Acadiana is recorded live over lunch at the French Press in downtown Lafayette. Since 2009, the French Press has been serving Cajun brunch and providing custom catering for uniquely personalized events. The French Press is open seven days a week till 2 p.m. with dishes like Cajun Eggs Benedict and Sweet Baby Breezes. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com and by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas, and by Lafayette Comedy, bringing national comedy shows to Acadiana. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at MitchellForeman.com. 